Bride Sisters podcast. This week we are going over everything Italian Grand Prix. I'm Lauren. I'm Tess. And we're the Grid Sisters. This week we're going to jump right into it. Podium points. Let's get started. Podium points at Monza. My number three is Alex Albon's Instagram post about uh, not being able to race. He is so funny. I just loved his like epic. He's literally hilarious. Like, okay, so he just has such a good sense of humor. I know. He said appendicitis surgery and no racing isn't what I was expecting this weekend. Negatives. Missing out on what looks like a strong weekend for us. Pain. Positives. Weight reduction for Singapore. (laughs) Cool scars. (laughs) Way to look on the bright side, Alex. Way to look on the bright side. He's so funny. So that's my number three. Um, Alex gets a point even though he didn't get to race. His Instagram post was enough for me. (laughs) My number two was Mick's move on Nicholas Latifi. Snaps, Mick. Yes. I loved it. I'll also give the point to Haas because Haas had a cute little radio message after. They were like, that was the most exciting part of the race. (laughs) (laughs) And then my number one is Nick DeVries getting to drive Alex Albon's Williams and putting it in the points for his debut, his F1 How is debut. This the second week in a row where I think our number ones are the same. I know. Well, they're like best moments. So I, they sense. really are. They really are. Okay. So for me, I had a hard time picking between my number three. It was either going to be Ferrari not having the worst strategy in the history of F1 this weekend, which. Mm-hmm. That's just something to celebrate when it looks like, you know, they're a fully functioning team. Or Daniel Ricciardo's epic race pace and looking like a very strong weekend for McLaren, if not for the oil leak leading to an unlucky DNF. Dude, I'm I'm torn between the two, but I think I'm giving it to McLaren. Now, my second is a poll for Charles in Monza. The Tifosi are happy. Uh, We're happy. Everyone wants to see it. And it was a deserved podium. It was an earned podium. It was not a podium due to grid penalties. So No, because he got it before grid penalties were applied. Exactly. So everyone can suck it. Yes. So very good job for Charles. Happy to see him there. It was a short-lived P1 victory, but we are happy Listen, to see him. Listen, thank you, Daniel, goal. for thank you, Daniel, for hurting the race for the safety car. Okay, thank but you. We'll get into this. It wasn't technically Daniel's fault. It's the FIA's fault. And then my number one was Nick DeVries. Mine was just gonna be just everything about him all weekend. You know what? I'll Listen. I'll agree with that. Listen, okay. He has such a good attitude everywhere he is. He's in there for Aston Martin. They're doing, he spent like the first half of his lap doing arrow testing for them. So yeah, like it's a good F1 practice. But then can we also just talk about his performance? After getting a call at, I think what was probably eight in the morning from Williams, like He's sitting in the Mercedes garage. They're like, yeah, you need to get down here. Uh, you're racing in Alex's seat this weekend. Like, hats yeah. off to we- Nick for then quali- out-qualifying Latifi 
fantastically <laughs> yeah it wasn't even like an actual race and then literally putting latifi to shame in the race i don't even like, remember where he need... ended up finishing it was i think latifi ended up finishing last of the cars not not surprising Nick um, literally finished that race and was like guys my shoulders are dead i can't feel my arms he needed to be helped out of that car and still plays higher than nicholas latifi someone please replace him can like i don't normally condone this type of behavior in an f1 team but if we could pull a gasly red bull situation on latifi yeah. and just say yeah this is cancel the contract take like, get him out of this Get him out of there, okay? Because Nick DeVries and Alex Albon on a team together, could you imagine? Dude, it would be a midfield team. Williams would not be a back good the midfield team. team. Yes! Because as much as it's the car, dude, it's the driver too. And we can't forget that. And we we like, consistently see Alex outperforming Nicholas Latifi and not even... Ugh, I need to stop with the Nicholas Latifi slander, but yes. Short story. Yes. So going back through, that will be a point for Daniel and a point for McLaren because technically the oil leak isn't their fault. It's fluke accident. And they also looked decently strong for the rest of the weekend too, which is a, which is a highlight. We are yeah. still McLaren fans, even if they did our boy Daniel a little dirty. Okay. I know. But like, then they'll drop like a Daniel merch collection. I'm like, we're all really confused. Everyone's how to feel. confused how to feel. Then we have a point for Charles. Do we give one to Ferrari for that? Maybe we give one to Ferrari because it's Monza. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I agree so with that sentiment. Point for Charles, point for Ferrari because they didn't completely F up the weekend. And then Nick mm-hmm. DeVries, we will be making him his own section of podium oh. points. Um, because I believe he also got an honorable mention last week for his cheeky little wink at the camera. Yes, yes. Practicing so Nick DeVries Charles effect. In in the hopes that he replaces Nicholas Latifi, we will maybe replace Nicholas Latifi in our podium points. Look, at least what are what are the odds of you or I giving Nicholas Latifi podium points? Slim to none. Negative, negative ten. <laughs> what are the odds we meet Nicholas Latifi? Higher than that. And that oh, scares me. Okay. Tess is hinting at a surprise we have coming a little bit later. We'll get to that in yeah. just a second. Okay, so points for Nick DeVries. He gets a point. Well, Williams gets a point because we actually saw pace out of Williams this weekend. And mm-hmm. Nicholas DeVries, obviously. Or Nick DeVries and, gets a point. Not Nicholas. And Nick DeVries gets a point. Switch the Knicks. Daniel. This, is, yes. this is my petition to switch the Knicks. Yeah. So for me, uh, Nick DeVries and Williams also, and then Mick and Haas, and then Alex for his Instagram. On the note of, I have a quick funny stat that regards Daniel. I love it. So for the last, I believe, two race winners at Monza, the next year they DNF'd. So Charles won in 2019, and then DNF'd in 2020. Pierre, Pierre Gasly won, won in 2020, in 2020 and then DNF'd, DNF'd in 2021. In 2021. <gasps> Daniel won 2021 oh and DNF'd this year. So everyone's like, it's cursed. We can we can confirm that Max's winning streak <laughs> will at least end in Monza next year. Max Verstappen will not be winning Monza next year unless the F1 gods also, have decided to grace him. Yeah, it's also Max's first Monza win. So that's exciting. Yeah, that was 
was exciting and not I mean he's won so frequently that it's kind of hard to be like I guess like we forget that like there is exciting wins for him yeah well and here's the other thing too it's not like he won from the back of the grid he won from like six which was really like fourth because he got such a good start over everyone else that he was literally in fourth. Lando didn't move <laughs> yeah I don't know what happened but Danny Rick back sad. to the Danny Rick start he was in third that man was, was on, on it. That was that was golden era Danny Rick that we saw at the beginning of that race. And it was phenomenal. I loved it. I was like, yes, Daniel, go. You won this race before. Go, go bestie, go. The one time I've been cheering for George to fail. Yeah, that is that is new for you. I was like, but listen, I understand. George, you can take second. Just let Danny win. My dream result would have been either like a Charles win with Daniel and Lando on the podium yeah wasn't gonna happen but that was my dream result or we have a switcheroo of last year and we have Lando win and Daniel second I think (laughs) never gonna happen I think my dream podium would have been Daniel George and Seb because it's Seb's last year and Seb DNF yeah and it would have been so good to actually see him like on the podium it was painful no it's the way that I could literally cry thinking about the fact that Seb DNF'd at Monza his last race there ever like it's just so painful I don't know like you don't talk to me you hear the commentators being like oh yeah this this is you know his last time his last race here and I'm like stop Crofty I don't need to cry in the middle of the GP Crofty, this is rude. <laughs> this is not okay, Crofty. I'm like, Crofty, I'm really gonna not need right, you to dial Crofty. It back. Really gonna need you to dial it back. Okay, quick update on Alex Albon. If you weren't aware why Nick DeVries was racing for Alex Albon, Alex Albon was out with appendicitis. Mm-hmm. He got that diagnosis uh Saturday morning. He was admitted to the hospital, underwent a full laparoscopic appendectomy on Saturday around lunchtime. So this is the part, just updating everyone. Following surgery, Alex suffered with unexpected post-operative anesthesia complications, which led to respiratory failure, a known but uncommon complication. He was re-intubated and transferred to intensive care for support. He made excellent progress overnight and was able to be removed from mechanical ventilation yesterday morning. He has now been transferred to a general ward and is expected to return home tomorrow. There were no other complications. Alex's full focus is on recovery and prep ahead of the Singapore Grand Prix later this month. But he should most likely be fine. They are right. It's uncommon, but it is, you know, not unheard of to have that post there's that is literally bizarre to me that singapore's in what two three weeks two weeks two weeks weeks. i think it's in two weeks Mm -hmm. and he will have okay as a person who has gotten laparoscopic surgery and our dad just had his our dad just had an appendectomy he just had this surgery he was like walking holding his stomach for two weeks like what do you mean he's gonna get in a car and drive to be fair he said he said i'll be back in my race car this is no slander to scott we love you scotticus alex alvon's a little bit younger than dad. And he might be in a little better shape. But still, <laughs> like, that's just crazy to me. Isn't that nuts? I, it'll be interesting to see whether or not he's cleared. Because obviously he has yeah. to be cleared by a doctor for full, like, physical Yeah, and if he's life. not, then we'll see Nick again. Which I wouldn't be mad about. Yeah, but I do love Or Alex. maybe they'll just Alex fire Nicholas better. Latifi and we'll get to see Nick anyways. We can dream. Bye! <laughs>
So we have a couple exciting announcements this week, and Tess hinted at one of them earlier. But the mm-hmm. first one I'm going to say is that I, Lauren McDonald, won, well, I actually tied, but won first place in my Fantasy F1 League this week for Monza. I won a whole nice. $40 for it. It should have been a nice. had or it should have been 80, but I had but, but you tied. Guy. Yeah. And I would just wow. like to tell my fantasy F1 league that I am now coming for blood. So <laughs> <laughs> I've had a victory and I will not stop. <laughs> just to confirm, because I've never played fantasy anything, you like pick who you think is gonna get whatever. No, so you you pick like do you way- do it by teams? No, well, kind of. So the way our league works is we have like four tiers, and you pick one driver from each four tiers, and you get points based on how high each driver you pick they those get four points. tiers finish. And then depending on your team, you get a point for every place that that team moves up in, in constructors. Constructors, but you get negative points for every place they fall on the grid at the end of the race so um, i'm assuming you, you picked someone who has a grid with like, max <laughs> yeah i did uh if you had picked like max verstappen not uh this last week but uh race prior is it zandvoort zandvoort if you picked him at zandvoort to win from the back of the grid you got a ton of points yeah that's cool i just was wondering because i've never played anything fantasy like fantasy football or this is the like only that, fantasy cool. thing i've ever played because it's the only sport i actually care about that's i mean not completely true like i enjoy watching premier league um and i'll watch basketball with my husband but um i mean to me f1 is the most interesting sport agreed <laughs> It just takes way more than other sports. Yeah, I think because the I, driver I, I in itself is an athlete. I think I've been interested in other sports at like various times in my life. Like when I was in high school, I was really like I loved to watch football. I'd watch a lot of co- a lot of college football, and then right after I graduated high school, I watched a lot of basketball. Went to a lot of basketball games. Like the Suns games were cheap back then, so it was easy to just go with friends. Not anymore. Um, no, not anymore. They got good, unfortunately. They got not good, unfortunately. We love you, D-Book. But I think Formula One has been my most longstanding sport that I have, like, consistently watched, followed, and enjoyed. So, yeah, for me, it's, like, the only sport I have ever really been like this with besides gymnastics. So, like, Olympic gymnastics, I, like, know everything that's going on. I watch all of it. Like, all of the stuff leading up to Worlds and Olympics, whatever. That's, like, the only other thing that I keep up with see i don't even do that with figure skating and i used to figure skate yeah which is i'm not a gymnast but But i I also i also think that figure skaters have shorter careers than gymnasts so it's kind of harder to keep up yeah the 80 new games and like what russian 12 year old is going to be the olympic yeah so i mainly just keep up with the u.s Mm -hmm. but i love it so much i even went to simone biles little tour that she did oh yeah i remember that so i think everyone's really interesting because they're athletes and then there's the tech of the cars and it's a whole nother level that and other sports don't have. And yes. like every playing field is different. Yes. I love mm-hmm. it. Okay. And then our other very exciting announcement, drum roll, <laughs> Tess and I will be at the Austin Grand Prix. <laughs> I just can't even believe it. I can cry talking about it right now. I'm so excited. We're so excited. We'll give you guys all the content we can. From, oh my gosh. From the lead Lauren. up to 
when we're there we're gonna we're gonna have to post about it we're gonna do tiktoks maybe we'll do vlogs and put it on our youtube channel fun so we're we're doing all the things we're in also planning the first time that we are in the same place since march march year so yeah we'll get to see the grid sisters reunion i'm so excited it like it doesn't really feel real like it does yeah, it doesn't it feels real because like we're stressed about it and we're trying to plan outfits but at the same time yes. like we're really excited and it doesn't feel real it kind of feels very surreal so yeah because i feel like a month's notice is a long time but it's not actually yeah like to travel and like have a large event and all these things and so i'm like no way i'm getting on a plane like in a one month. sports weekend it's not like oh you're just like going to one like sports game no there's three days three days three different outfits to plan also Tess concerts and, Tess and i are huge fashion people so we, oh yeah that's Love like us. one of our favorite the f1 and fashion worlds that mix the best of both worlds for us check out our outfit ideas that we post before every single race yeah uh, now we'll actually kind of get to apply stuff. <laughs> That'll be exciting. It is. It's going to be so exciting. I'm so excited. I know me too. Like I, I'm so excited. I almost can't think about it. You know, let us know <laughs> like, if there's any content that you guys want to see, if there's anything that we can do for you yeah. while we're there, you let us know. Now, without further ado, race weekend wrap up. Let's get into it. Practice. So free practice. FP1, we had Nick in for Aston Martin. Practice for the most part was pretty uneventful. Uh, Nick was, had... he was playing all the teams. He was yeah. <laughs> Well, so it's funny. They actually were talking about this a little bit in uh, qualifying. It There's very few. They, they do exist. So he's not the only person ever to have done this. But there's very few drivers that have driven for two different teams in, in a one weekend. weekend. Well, like practiced in one car and then qualified and raced in another. So, so my question, when George drove for Lewis, did he drive the whole weekend? Yes, I believe so, because Lewis had COVID, COVID all weekend. Qualifying, uh, qualifying was interesting. It's actually interesting to see everyone go when you know people are getting grid penalties, and to see who's helping their teammate, who's not helping their teammate, yeah, who's accidentally knocking their teammate off qualifying. So qualifying results: Charles, Max, Carlos. Checo, Lewis, George, Lando, Daniel, mm-hmm. Pierre, Fernando, and Esteban, Valtteri Bottas, Nick DeVries, <laughs> Zhou Guan Yu, Yuki, Latifi. It was Seb, Lance, Kevin, Mick. Wow, they literally qualified last. That's so yeah. depressing. But then it didn't really matter because the top, it all shifted up. So Charles, George, Lando, Daniel Mm -hmm. was like the first two rows. And then Max got placed in seventh, Mm -hmm. right above Nick DeVries. And then the bottom was Carlos, Lewis, Yuki. So Carlos and Lewis, I believe, took new power units. Oh. uh yeah took a new PU. Oh, okay then max don't know why he got a penalty did he replace something i think so 
And then Yuki's was for having five reprimands this season. Yuki bud, what's up? Yukster, my guy. How? Well, not how. We know how. You little Japanese human. I love you, but how? I genuinely, like, actually can't believe. Actually, you want to know what's interesting is that uh, they penalized four. No way. Half of them are because of Ferrari's unsafe releases. Oh, true. So every unsafe release usually comes as, like, a reprimand. And there have been a lot of those on Yuki's side. So the thing about Yuki that's unfortunate is Mm -hmm. his last, the reason that he got put all the way down the grid is because it just really bothers me that he was like, guys, there is something wrong. Let me stop. And they're like, it's fine, dude. Come to the pits if you want, but it's fine. And then he went back out. And also because I believe he loosened his seatbelts. Okay. Because he thought he was getting out of the car. And then they were like, no, come back into the pits. And then he drove like that. And then they went in and they were fastening his seatbelts in the pit. I believe they put on different tires or something. He went back out and then his car was busted. And so they're like, that was unsafe. That was not okay. Whatever. So listen, Ferrari is the ultimate like gaslight gatekeep girl boss. But yeah, but Alphatari really gaslit <laughs> Yuki there. Yuki's like, there's something wrong. They're like, mm, no. And then he went into like all the stuff after and was like, I guess in the data, it didn't show anything. We're like, Yuki other drivers here's the thing other drivers are often given the like i guess final say so of being like something is wrong with the car i can feel something is wrong and yeah. then the engineers are like oh if you can tell we'll figure it out not like mm, pretty sure you're wrong <laughs> so that Actually, situation i don't think you know what you're talking about it's unfortunate to me that yuki got put at the back of the grid for that yeah because that was really on his team for that one even unsafe releases are usually on the team too because they're supposed to say like hey you can go now and then they just let them go and in, into another car race day we did not have any crashes i don't believe so two dns there was we had sebastian vettel's dns two? which oh sorry Four? two two dns onto the track ah. i think there were four dns in total but two dns that resulted in vs in safety cars yeah so sebastian vettel which i believe was put under virtual safety car which charles had the cheekiest little overtake right before the virtual safety car came on i was like or not charles sorry carlos carlos Carlos, yeah he went he he popped around and then it said yellow and he was like he's like i'll take that thank you yeah you know the um memes where it's like this and they have like the fake nails and it's like yes, the they'll do it with like a driver hilarious. with like the big earrings, the earrings. Like, yeah no that was that was carlos getting mm-hmm. that pass he said thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but that was sebastian Vettel out of his, his final race at, monza. race at monza then from there, we had some really great fights. Lewis Hamilton overtaking both. I think it was here. And, oh, who else was it? It might have been Lando. 
I think at it was. the same time because Lando and Pierre were like corner. They were like, come because on. Because Daniel came out ahead of all of them, and I was like, go, Daniel, go. Come on, Daniel. You can do it. Let's it go, was... Daniel. Daniel is okay. I know that's supposed to be Lando, but just felt we fitting. just replace it. Yeah. Okay. The way McLaren decided to replace Daniel. That was. Oh my gosh! Why would you say that to me? <laughs> okay, Sorry, so Fernando it's just Alonso. My dark sense of humor coming out and being absolutely malicious. Yeah, that was that was evil. Fernando Alonso yeah. also DNF'd, Which and I believe Lance that was in the pit lane, and I think Lance Stroll. Strolls was in the pit lane as well. I don't remember exactly what the issue is was with the two of them but fernando alonso got to 31 laps i believe and lance stroll got to 39 sebs was at 10 laps i know he only got 10 laps i just feel like this season has absolutely destroyed him like not like and it's not like it it has none of this season has been like a great way to go out with a bang or end with yeah exactly this these it's really like Like, in that way it's really sad yeah yeah so then we obviously have daniel dnf but we'll get there um we have mick doing a little overtake on nick devries like i talked about in my podium points he also had like a lockup in the middle of his overtake and still pulled it off. I was like, go, yeah. Misty, go. It was nice. And then I believe he lost the position again. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. But you know what? Buddy, he, he pulled it off. Good yeah. racecraft. We're Beautiful, proud of Mick. you. Mick, we love you. you. <laughs> I'm like, we're literally like, you know, um, he, I just, Chris Jenner being like, like filming everything us with Nick or Mick we're like go Mick yay do the overtake you're doing great sweetie exactly Ferrari had decent pit stops they called Charles in immediately after that virtual safety car was announced which initially was great strategy but it got green flagged so fast so fast that he did lose a little bit of that advantage but good on Ferrari for calling him in for trying to take that undercut. Like that is a good strategy there. Good, good strategy. Ferrari, we know you're trying. We know you're tr- at least they're trying. It feels like they've been doing the opposite the past couple weeks, where it's like, are you are you trying though? Listen, as a member of the Tifosi, this is a difficult season. Okay, I'm a part of the Papaya oh, Army, and as a part of the lost. Tifosi. It's very hard. Both seasons have been very difficult for you. Yes. As a member of the papaya family, it has been difficult as well. I feel like. Luckily, luckily, I'm a miniature part, like barely. I have my toe in the orange army. So sometimes I get satisfaction. (laughs) Sometimes I get satisfaction. Yeah. Lando had a bit of a slow start, um, which Uh, since he was up in like the P3, I think it did cost him a little bit of that initial advantage that Daniel was able to hold on to. Also, Max literally on the first lap, he went from seventh to like fourth. Max Verstappen was in fourth or fifth going into turn one. I just don't even at this point, I was having this conversation with my friend at this point, it's not even like we just know what's gonna happen (laughs) i know which kind of sucks 
like, like it's like I don't, I, I don't wish understand. I don't wish misfortune upon anyone, but I'm also like, okay, Max, we've seen you win from the back of the grid. We've seen you win from sixth. We've seen you like, win from buddy, the front of the grid. Like you if have you proven just, yourself. Give you someone else calm a down. We already know you're winning. Okay, so if you could just take it easy. Give someone else a chance. Come on. How I feel. Not that I'm for pity or consolation prizes, but also get a little boring watching Max Lewis win every week. Lewis in P5 after starting P19. Let's not discount that. That was gorgeous. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Also, where interview he was happy with how everything panned out. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, Lando finished seventh, which honestly like Lando was unhappy about that and he did say that he thought they had potential for a p5 finish but part of me feels like that's maybe slightly unrealistic I know they have issues with like a couple different issues I think he had some launch settings that were off anti-stall kept kicking in like he had some issues but Daniel was looking at potentially a p5 or p6 but his position had gotten him there and his racecraft and strategy worked mm-hmm. from that position. Mm-hmm. So there's potential that Lando could have been there too, but you have to consider Carlos was coming through the field. Lewis was coming through the field and you had Checo. Yeah. And so the top six is Max, Charles, George, Carlos, Lewis, Checo. It's just Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. To have a McLaren just tossed in the top six would be really exciting, but that feels unrealistic. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it would be really exciting, but at the same time, like, I I say this- You're at the, the top of the midfield. Yeah, you're the top of the midfield, but the first three are in a different league. Now, yeah. I will say Andreas said that their pace was matching the Mercedes in qualifying, but we've seen this a couple times over the weekends where they have really promising pace in qualifying and then their pace just cannot match come race day. It's very opposite of Mercedes where Mercedes has a hard time in qualifying because for some reason their car cannot fire up the tires for their single lap. Yeah. But they have amazing race pace because their tires handle so well they with however the car is set tire up. management so i just think that it's hard when someone says we're matching mercedes qualifying pace their qualifying pace isn't their best yeah race pace is their best yeah so, so i i don't i i don't ever say like it's not possible but that might have been it was looking slimmer than lando wanted it'll happen soon buddy you got this you're almost there you're doing Dude. great sweetie when lando gets his first win tears oh yeah we're all gonna cry when lando gets his first one like that's how i felt with carlos because i was like it is such a long time coming i cried and like i'm gonna feel this way for lando and george i will feel this way with lando i'll feel this way for george and if we get to see danny ricardo win again yeah and mick uh i almost cried when mick got a points finished dude like i was so excited i think i might i I feel like it'll be also if Charles ever wins again, that'll feel great. Yeah. It's been a rough season. And oh like, it's been a rough season. He's always on the podium, but it's not the same. Take it from Carlos, who half the time is in P, half the time at the beginning of this season was in P2 and looked like he hated his life. Yeah. So obviously, the end of the race 
did not go so swimmingly. All right, so this is where we're going to go into WTF just happened here. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of controversy around finishing a race under safety car. Listen, there's a lot of controversy around safety cars. Yeah, that's a completely different word. Yeah, different conversation. Mm -hmm. So some of you may remember last season, we had a slightly controversial race ending with a safety car. We're not going to go into that. What we will go into is, first of all, poor Daniel. He was doing great. Second of all, the car got stuck in gear, so the marshals couldn't push off the track. So they had to come get the cherry picker to come get the car. Now, the race director had a couple of options. He could have red flagged the race immediately. We could have had a restart. We could have had five laps of great racing. That didn't happen. And I can understand why, because that does unfairly advantage certain people over others. And people could see that as potentially unfair. Mm -hmm. Now, the other options we had here uh were to let them race the last two laps after it had already been cleared as charles so lovingly put he said why are we under a safety car it's clear granted granted there are things that the drivers do not know there are things that you know that we don't know we don't know if there's debris we don't know if there's marshals on the track we don't know any of that okay we don't know those things yeah but instead our race director decided that finishing that race under a safety car was what every member of the Tifosi wanted listen, to do that afternoon. Listen. And listen, listen that man is lucky if he made it out of that racetrack alive. Yeah, he definitely had security. Because the booze. You could hear them on television. And the you thing is, is people booing. So th- I know they turned down the crowds mics because that's, but people are saying they were booing Max. No, they were booing that they didn't get to race. There was no chance. That's like, because you cannot overtake under a safety week. car. Yeah. You've just known so like, the last why? five yeah, and everyone was on soft tires. It was going to be such a great last five laps. And like, what was the point now? There was, I, as, as it was, was decided sitting, before they crossed. As the I was sitting flag. on my couch at home, I was annoyed. So I can only imagine being a fan, a spectator in the crowd after, uh, uh, I don't know if anyone saw the videos of trying to get into Monza, but it was an absolute nightmare. So after I had waited three hours to get into the stadium waited to get to my seat stood there for however long ready yeah. and watching this race for it to be decided by a safety car i would be livid outraged absolutely, absolutely. i was like listen you know what valid these feelings very valid you're like wrong. It just, it's back to like rivalries. I understand. I understand that people get really out of hand when it comes to Lewis and Max, but it's one of those things where they were not booing Max, but it's kind of a reason for really intense Max fans to be like, oh my gosh, the Tifosi this, Ferrari this, blah, blah, blah. 
They're so disrespectful. They're the, these are like the worst type of F1 fans. The ones that just take everything and like everything's a conspiracy. Everything is. Everything's controversial. controversial. I'm like, guys, guys, ladies, ladies, you're both pretty. Can Listen, like go home all and- the teams, all the teams have the same rules. All the teams have lawyers. All the teams have PR people. All the teams have to get things approved by the FIA. It's there is not room for the kind of conspiracies that people say happen. Especially not now. F1 is very political. It's very much like who knows who. There's a lot it's of very strategy much of that. that comes into play. Yes. But so much of these conspiracies, I'm like, you guys. I'm but, embarrassed for you. Like Yuki has said, maybe you should get an MRI. Yeah. And the other thing. When's the last time you got checked for a brain tumor? Might be time. You are always going to say that the person that you do not support who was advantaged is unfair. Yeah. But if Charles was leading the race and there was a safety car, the Tifosi would not say, oh my goodness, I can't believe that that is so unfair to Max. That is just so unfair to Max. They should have been able to race because he would have won. They would have gotten the result they wanted. Yep. So I guess that that's just where, that's where I start to be like, guys, touch some grass. <laughs> Come back to reality. Like, touch do not make things up. Grass. That was some, that was some Stan oh. lingo for you. Sorry. That's internet lingo. Go touch some grass. <laughs> Come back to the real world for You've a been second. staring at your keyboard for too long. Yeah, go touch some grass. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. But we're doing. I was some happy memes? to see George P three. Yeah, on that podium, Mister Consistency, baby. Listen, ooh, we love consistency. Okay, so yeah, we do. Keep keep showing up, George. We're here for it. We're here for it. Like it's oh. just so crazy, George. This season, literally throw throw him in a Mercedes, even if it's a shitbox mercedes he's he said he said, say less. he said thanks for the opportunity guys <laughs> he's like i'm gonna make the most of it most of it most of it i'm gonna make the yes. most of it da, 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 da. and for our last and final portion of the grid sisters podcast we have pop culture princess tess nicole take it away darling let's do some memes guys Obviously, Alex's Instagram post goes in here. Loved it. Um, we also have the meme of the Ferrari drivers. The Ferrari as drivers minions. as minions is one of my and favorite content pieces of the entire weekend. Also, Charles Mattia in the banana. Bonotto. Also, Charles yes. in the banana and then Charles in the race suit. Hilarious. Ugh. Also, this one, long live King Charles. Yep. Yep, that was another favorite. Um, one thing that we have not addressed yet of the weekend is the passing oh. of Queen Elizabeth. Um, I'm not British, but I did tear up a little bit. It's, uh, yeah, one of those moments where uh, somebody posted a picture of her with the caption, uh, London Bridge has fallen, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, there comes the waterworks. I don't know why that hit me in the feels, but it did. You're like, whoa. I'm like, I'm not British. 
not everything she did in her life was amazing, but she was a symbol of hope and light for a lot of the British people. So yeah, we do uh, need to acknowledge that of this. Yes. Nick DeVries in all of his different outfits for all three teams for Mercedes Williams and Aston Martin. It says me creating new accounts to get one month free trials. Accurate. (laughs) So funny. Also kind of accurate. How many one month free trials could, how many, how many one practice free trials does Nick DeVries need to get before he's in an, in a permanent seat? Oh, I know this one's funny. Um, it's almost like, okay, so it's them in their, like, under their race attire. Yeah, the black and, ones. I do like yeah. those a lot. I know. I like the black. Um, and it says, the men in black at your service. Minions who? <laughs> uh, oh, no, this one. The kid in the SpongeBob shirt and then Charles. And it says, remember him? This is him now. You can't tell me that's not the same person. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Okay, these are there are some really good ones. <laughs> this one's so good too. Carlos signs every time he pits, and it's from whatever this <laughs> movie's called, Interstellar. Interstellar. It says this little maneuver is gonna cost us fifty-one years. <laughs> Carlos, every time he pits, accurate as well. Um, Max, I'm on softs. George, me too. Lewis, I'm on mediums. Carlos, you guys got four tires. Four tires? <gasps> I love this meme. I saw this multiple times and I laughed out loud every single time. You guys got four tires? That's also just one of my favorite memes of all time. Wait, what? I love penguins. Okay. (laughs) Fun fact about Tess. Penguins are her favorite animal. Loves penguins. I'm going to insert the photo of you in New York City with the penguin at Christmas time. Oh, I also have another one of me um, at a zoo like this. (laughs) Because there's penguins behind me. Um... This is Ferrari at Monza. We will see a low downforce configuration and the drivers will have PU with aggressive mappings. Ferrari power, u- Ferrari power unit. Kaboom. <laughs> it says F-175 Monza engine mapping. Yes, PU. Kaboom. Kaboom. <laughs> this one, Lewis Hamilton at the Dutch Grand Prix. I can't believe you guys beep beep me. Can't tell you how beep I am. <laughs> And then it says, Lewis Hamilton has revealed that he was late to switch to the right engine mode before the safety car restart at Formula One's Dutch Grand Prix. <laughs> and it's the SpongeBob screaming in a little. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one, it's it's not funny to make jokes about the queen, but this is Slightly a funny. good. Wait, if the queen dies, can Lewis still drive this weekend? Because like he's knighted and all that. Great. Now they're going to say Max killed the queen. <laughs> to be fair, when she you was realize, 96. <laughs> I know. When you realize this is the only Charles winning a title. Really? Like, seriously. Okay. This might be my last one. Okay. It's a kid playing Uno. Love that. Leclerc on pole. And then it's someone across with all the plus fours. And it ah! says, Ferrari about to screw him over in 2,000 ways. But they didn't this weekend. It wasn't Ferrari. It was the FIA. (laughs) Yeah, the FIA screwed him over. It's just a rough, you know, couple, if five races. (sighs) And on that bombshell. (laughs) Yeah. All right, you guys, that has been another episode of the Grid Sisters podcast. 
we will see you in next week we'll review yeah some fun tech tuesday stuff for you while we have a break in between the grand prix and following that we will be back for the singapore grand prix as well yes be sure uh, to don't forget us. to yeah follow us on instagram TikTok, check us out on tiktok youtube uh, yeah youtube our spot our podcast is available on spotify and apple and in mm-hmm. the meantime drink your water eat your vegetables <laughs> take a nap Maybe, I don't know, get some sunlight for the day. Like Tess said, touch some grass. (laughs) And we will see you guys in our next episode. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.